What is going on, guys? Akachi Jones back again. Uh, I've, I haven't made any podcasts in a while. It's been a a minute now. At least since I've done it on here. I've been on YouTube and stuff like that. I'm trying to find the best one to work with. And it seems like using Anchor is the easiest one. All the other ones that take too much time or I got to set up and all kind of stuff. And I haven't been playing games much, so I haven't really been doing that. But nonetheless i'm back again and um i'm gonna try to stay a little bit more consistent because i want to let you guys know what's going on and any kind of new stuff i have happening and all of that good stuff so i i was thinking about what should i talk about and all this other stuff and everything and i was like forget it i'm just gonna talk about where i'm currently at so um i've been doing the books as you guys know i've done void beast and these we're still working on the comics and we should have the kickstarter up for um void beast and sometime in october maybe mid late october getting everything straight for that so that's been actually exciting and and busy and all that good stuff i won't say stressful because i'm not not too much stuff stressed me i've been in worse situations so it's not like i'm I'm like oh i can't do this and i can't figure it out Eh, that'll be okay we got this but I wanted to talk about the cons I have I've recently done. So I've started hitting the cons up out here in North Carolina and I noticed a bunch of stuff for myself, not anybody else who says it doesn't have to do anything to do with anybody else. I noticed a bunch of stuff for myself that I need to start making sure I cover and I hit and stuff. So the first one I did was Raleigh Supercon um, a couple of weeks back, maybe about about two or three weeks back something like that and the first thing I noticed like I thought okay I'll go it'll be fine this and that the first thing I noticed was that it was big like it was huge huge like there were a lot of people there before we even got to the venue and stuff and I and all I could think was like man this is gonna be crazy it's people all over the place (laughs) so um everybody at that venue were really uh cool the people that set up the venue that set up raleigh supercon everybody was helpful they're really they're really cool and stuff so if you ever want to get into one i recommend that one that's the that's one of the first ones i recommend even though it's big and stuff and it was my first one so i know how to take it um it was three days and uh hindsight now one of the first things i noticed was like three day ones it, it was kind of it was kind of rough and the reason why i say it was rough was because i worked i work at night so <laughs> so i drove from the little town of manaman goldsboro it's not too far away but i w- worked all night then i came and set up and that first friday i was like out of it i was just i was just kind of there i was doing what i was supposed to my my head was hurting i was falling asleep and stuff <laughs> so i was like man i can't oh, i can't keep doing this and so I made it through the first day. And then the second day, the Saturday was a lot better. The Saturday was a lot better. And then the Sunday was cool. But I kind of started getting a little, I uh, started to get the lag in um, like halfway through that uh, Sunday. So three-day events are, are, are cool. I think I just have to be prepared for them. Like not working all night and then going there all day and stuff like that. Um as far as everything else, the things I noticed was that if you're going to do cons, at least for me, these are all, these are just all things that hit me, not saying that it got to be this 
or you should do. I mean, this is for me. So it is what it is. This is just what I noticed. Um, you have, make sure you have your signage and everything correct. Because I didn't, like I said, this was my first one. I didn't have all of that. I didn't have time to get all of it because, um, I was having some problems with some of my files and stuff. Make sure all your files are, um, make sure all your files for your art or whatever is high res and it's not low quality stuff because it's going to, it's going to put a hamper on your marketing and everything. So I had to make sure. So I've, I've went back, I'm getting all of that straight and should be good by the next ones I got because people notice all of the marketing and stuff. Like I really noticed that people walking by the table and everything that they would pay attention to the art or the signage in the background, whether it's the, whether it's the banners or the, or the, uh, the standalone banners that stand up or the ones that go across people pay attention to that. And I was looking around, I was like, dang, I ain't got none of that. Well, I got to go ahead and get it. So, so I was like, man, come on. But, uh, that was, that was one of them. And then the thing I felt like I also needed was, um, I needed some type of stands. I needed some type of book stands or something to have my books set up. I didn't like that. They were like flat. They were just flat on the table. It felt like people had to look down and working in retail. I know that I remember one of my, uh, district managers back in the day would always have me hang up stuff at GameStop like eye level but the problem was was that i'm six four <laughs> so i would i would, back then i would be like eye level got it and i'd put it up for the height for, for my height and he he you know and he would come behind me and be like matt that's not normal eye level like oh man so so after that that kind of popped into my head again so i'm like i need to make sure that this stuff is standing up so people don't have to look down they're like there's no reason for people to have to look down at my stuff like it should be eye level with them so that was that was some of the things that i noticed um with with uh, with the um with the first con and and, um also another thing the because i was gonna move on to greenville comic-con but i'm staying on raleigh supercon right now so also with raleigh supercon like i said it was a bigger one and it had a lot more distractions so when you go to a con or figure that you're going to start going to cons and stuff whichever one you pick is not a problem a big one a smaller one but just just know that at the bigger ones there will be a lot more distractions for people like there's going to be a bunch of voice actors uh stars whether it's wrestlers actors um whoop, whoop, it, it doesn't matter tv shows uh whatever the case may be it's going to be a lot of them so they're going to divert the people's attention especially that first and second day the first and the second day was really when people started, um, people were just trying to focus and get everything they can, could from the stars, whether it's signatures, pictures, all of that. They were trying to get all of that. And then Sunday, they a lot of people came back and bought. So I had people on Friday and Saturday saying, I'll come back Sunday or I'll come back, I'll come back. And to their credit, a lot of them did. And it was, it was, I was like, I can't believe they came back, but they did. And, and they bought stuff. And so with uh, Raleigh Supercon being so big, there was a bunch of different distractions. That, and I keep saying it because I know it was something that really stood out to me. It, it was a lot of distractions. Like I sat in one area and then right off to the right, 
diagonally to the right, there were a bunch of voice actors. The dude from Black Panther, uh, the the lady that spoke for Naruto, all kind of stuff. And um, it was just a bunch, a bunch of uh, distractions that took people away from all of like the indie book writers and creators and stuff like that. And on top, and then also me, me being new, not having my signage and stuff right. That didn't help either. Now I want you to know I did do well. I, I actually went out and I got back what I paid for my table and then some. So that there's no complaining. There's no complaining like, oh man, I couldn't do anything. None of that. That wasn't the case. What I paid for the table, I got that money back and then some. So I did, I did do well. And another thing I noticed was you have to sell. Now, the thing about it is I'm not really good at selling stuff, but working in fast food and retail, some of those traits have stayed with me. So I know when it's, I, I know when it's time to get up and to push what I'm doing and I know how to, and I need to get better at it because I haven't done it in a while. I haven't been in retail for five, six years now, but some of those, some of those um, habits are still with me, like the upselling, the telling, telling you about what my product is, um, giving away freebies and stuff like that. And all of that is still with me. So anytime I'm there at a con, that's the mindset I get it from the GameStop. You know how it is with GameStop. Any of you have been in GameStop, you know how I go. They're going to ask you for the card and they're going to harass you about, <laughs> about uh, reserving games and other stuff. And then you know how it is at fast food places. They gonna whether it's a pizza place or anything, they're gonna ask you, do you want wings? Do you want soda? Do you want this and that? All of that is stuff that they have to do. So when that was when I was there, I hated it. But now it's my own stuff. I love it. And and I know that I don't have to bash people over the head either. There's not somebody standing over like, hey, you need to sell those chicken wings and those and those sodas or you need to get those reserves. It's like, ugh. But now that it's my own stuff, I understand it. And I don't have to be so aggressive with people. I can just tell them, let them know if they like it, they like it. If they don't, they don't. And it's all good. We can keep it moving. So yeah, um, uh, with Raleigh Supercon, big one, bigger event. And I plan on going back next year too. But bigger event, um, lots of distractions. Have your signage together. In three days, be prepared for those three days. Like that's that's the big takeaway. Three days, be prepared for that. Have your signage and stuff together because everybody gonna have their signage together on, especially in the bigger ones. And lots of distractions from the people. Lots of distractions. They they they'll have all kind of stuff to to uh, take their attention away from the indie people. So you got to make sure you have all your stuff together. Like I said, with the signage and everything. Uh, so that was Raleigh Supercon. Then. The next week, like the very next weekend, I did Greenville Comic Con. And that was one day. That was one day. Um, and that one was good too. So the people that ran that one was another good one out here in North Carolina. Uh Greenville Comic Con was another good one. The thing about that one is that started off same way. Worked all night, then drove to Greenville, stayed up all day. <laughs> And, and I was like, oh, again, but this time my body, my body did a little bit better, but I still, I still was a little out of it after a while. Um, I was a little bit more prepared. I didn't, since it was a week, I didn't get to have my signage and everything together on that one either. So once again, my fault again, uh, have your signage and stuff correct. My stuff was still down because 
I had been working. I, I worked like six days a week overnight. And like I said, that overnight stuff, my, I ain't built for it. My body ain't built for it. My mind and everything ain't built for it. So I'm, I come in, I try to get to sleep as much as I can or I'm going to fall asleep at work at night. And I can't be falling asleep as a maintenance engineer and putting my hand in something and then <laughs> I take my whole head off. So um, all of that is my fault. No signage, uh, nothing to have my book stand up. My fault again. So I have to, I, I've, I've rectified that. I've got that taken care of. But the event was a lot slower. There wasn't a bunch of stars and other people and, and voice actors and all this other stuff that would take the attention away from the people. So I got to talk to more people and they were more invested in what I was saying. So they would pay attention to, they would look at and everything. And I also have my short animation for Void Beast. I have a Void Beast animation where you can go check it out on my uh akachi jones akachi jones uh facebook page i'm not, not yeah well facebook page too facebook and uh youtube uh, i got it over all of that but you can check it out on youtube and i had that playing so i believe that helped out a little bit because people like the animation and that's something that's the direction i'm trying to go and get things together and that was just my test to throw out there to see if if it were and it works so I had that and I was able to <clears throat> push that out a little bit more and get more eyes on that. And it was, and it was pretty, it was pretty cool. I liked, I liked that one because people were stopping by to listen. Um, and all of the people, it was a lot more family oriented too. There were a bunch of cosplayers and stuff, but it was a lot more family oriented. The, they had families at Supercon, but not like at Greenville Comic Con. There were smaller wife, husband, kids, um, a lot more of that. And there was a lot of it at Supercon, but there were mainly people, there were a lot of people just cosplaying and running around, unlike uh, Greenville Comic Con. It was a smaller, smaller town and stuff, and so, in smaller towns that were surrounding it, too. Um, you have, you have Kinston, Grifton, uh, uh, Aiden, all that type of stuff, and it was just smaller. <laughs> So the people that were that were coming there, they were a lot more vested in what was going on. And I keep saying that over and over because that was the main standout to me, that it was a smaller one. And the people were really paying attention to what I was saying. And they really and they really were more interested in what I had going on compared to Supercon because the people were running around trying to get autographs and all the other stuff. So that was really cool. And once again, uh even with me not having my stuff together, I still made my money back from what I paid to get in the show, like a lot more within those five or six hours. Cause it was just from, it was just like a six or seven hour event. And so I was able to do what I had to do, um, take my family out after and everything was, everything was cool. So that, that I think that was the main thing from, Greenville Comic Con it was just it was smaller it was a one day event I could focus in more and everything was cool now what I would like to do is get a is and I actually have that I'll be in um I think it's PDCon in South Carolina in October and it's a two day event so um I really want to see how that one turns out because it's two days and it gives me that first day to get adjusted and then the second day to really see what's going on and stuff like that. So I, I really want to do that. And I, and I want to hit out 
as many of those as I can, like the two days and the one day events around here in the area of North Carolina and in Virginia and Atlanta and everything. But I'll get all I get to all of that later. But one of the other standout is stand that really noticed was that I got emails and stuff like that. I got people to sign up for my email list and everything. The only problem was that my tablet was going out on me. So I had to make sure I get electricity and stuff like that or something next time. Make sure it's charged because that's really important. So you can keep up with the people. And if you come the next year, you can let them know that you'll be in the area. Also, if you're, um, if you're, you can let them know about new products you have coming out. So getting an email is really important and I have a bunch of stuff going on. So I can let people know about new comics that I have coming out, uh, the, uh, the free ones that I have, all kind of stuff that I can keep let, keep letting them know about so that they can keep up with everything I have going on and, and I can conversate with them. Because a lot of people on your email list are awesome. The people, they, they let you know what's going on. They let you know what's happening with your product and I always appreciate it. They let me know if I have, if I have to edit, edit something, if I have to clean something up if they don't like it if they do like it and so i always appreciate it i've never been like you don't like my stuff well delete <laughs> no it's like I, I i love that people take the time out of their day to say hey man uh i read this and it wasn't that good or this was the problem or that it was awesome i loved all of it whatever the case may be i've now that it's my own stuff i love it that they take the time out to let me know what's going on and help me fix it uh like I said, when I was in retail and stuff, it was it was more of a eh, attitude. Like people would say stuff, it's like oh, because it wasn't mine. And that's a that's a big thing about all of this. Whether it's the traveling, the three days, the the selling the people, none of it for me, at least. And maybe it's just because I'm new to the scene. None of it for me is a problem because I've done all of this stuff for other people, and I hated it. it whether I and, and I liked working at GameStop, but I hated the idea of somebody beating me over the head telling me what I needed to do. Like, you need to go do this and you need to make sure to and you're not selling enough and blah 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 blah. It's like oh, Jesus Christ. This ain't even my stuff. And and that was always and that was always like in my head. Like this isn't even mine and you're in your this isn't even yours. And you're trying to you're trying to make you're trying to talk to me like this is yours. Like it's not yours. You don't own it. Your family has no stake in it or anything, but you're 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 talking to me as if you own it, and I and and I've never wrapped my mind around that, and that was something I wanted to talk to talk about too. Like I've never now now I'm seeing where where this energy and where, where that's come from for me it was like now that I'm doing it on my own, I have no problems. Like I, I I'll stand there, I'll tell people about it, I talk to people about it, I'll let them know about it. I'll email, I'll do all of that, I'll upsell, everything. But when it was somebody else and somebody else that doesn't own it is trying to tell me about what I should do and trying to correct me and write me up and all kind of other stuff. Not that I got written up a lot, but you know how I go. Um, about sales, about something that's not even theirs. Like they don't own it. And it's crazy. Like I, it, it, it doesn't click in my head. Like every time, any job I go to where somebody's just gung-ho about it, I'm like, man, are you, do, did they put you to where you own this for the rest of your life? Like, are you, are you in they will or something? Like, it's crazy. Like, you don't own this. There's nothing, there's nothing. How are you going to get mad at me about something you don't own? 
how you going to go to this place, stress out, and then get mad at me about something that you don't own? And that's just how I am. And now that I'm, and I'm older now, so I'm really like that now. It's like, I'm not going to stress out about these places. I'm going to come do what you want me to do. And I'm going to just... I'm just go home. I'm not going to stress out about, oh, I got to do this and I got to do that. And they want me to, it's not my stuff. I'm going to do what you ask me to do. I'm going to be respectful to everybody. I'm going to be a team player. I'm going I'm to I'm treat everybody with respect. I'm going to do the job best of my ability, but I'm not going to lose my mind and treat it like it's my own. I can't do that because it's not, it's not. So it goes to one of those things where if you don't have your own dreams and passion, somebody will use you for theirs. And I'm not with that. I have my own dreams and passions. I have my own children and stuff. And I just, I, you can't take that. I'm not going to let you take that anymore. I'm not going to let anybody take that. Whether I work for you, with you or not, you, you're just not going to take it. So, I mean, it is what it is. And that's and that's why I, I want to do much so much more in comics and stuff like that and everything. Because it's mine. It's one of my passions. And I'm working on some other things that I'm, not going to get too crazy about and everything and be like oh man this and that until it's actually solid and it's here and then i can show it to you so as always i i appreciate you listening to me and everything about my journey to where i am now because like i said i don't have a bunch to say but well actually i do have a lot to say i just don't know what to say until i'm running my mouth and i appreciate you uh being here but make sure you check out my um my Facebook group, I have, it's Akachi Comics and Books. I have that Facebook group and I have that uh, Facebook page. My Instagram is at Akachi Jones and sign up for my newsletter. I got new books and everything coming out. We got the comic book and the Kickstarter for Void Beast coming up and Denise is almost done. And some of the other stories that we have are done and completed. I'm just got some other things that we got to kind of clear up and stuff. So make sure you follow me on YouTube. It's at Akachi Jones. Follow the podcast. I'll try to do more of these and tell you where I'm at about everything in life. Like I said, whether it's comic books, social issues, uh, events, I'll be sure to run my mouth about that and everything too. So I appreciate you listening and be sure to check out and follow me on all that social media stuff. And I'll holler at you guys later. Peace.